Thank you for listening to this podcast hosted by the Cambridge MBA. An online transcript of this podcast will be made available online soon. It's been said that uh, to be an entrepreneur, you have to have almost laser-like focus on your one project or one passion. But Christoph Pelkmans, a recent graduate of the Cambridge MBA, has succeeded in keeping a portfolio of projects going. This is Conrad Chua. I'm head of MBA admissions. And with me today in Brussels is Christoph. So Christoph, can you just tell us a bit about what you did before the Cambridge MBA? Absolutely, Conrad. Um, so before the MBA, I was an engineer computer science and I worked in consulting, working with various industries um, such as banking, pharma, uh, governmental sector. And I ended up being a project manager, mainly on IT transformation projects before the MBA. Mm. And during the MBA, how did you get interested in entrepreneurship? Well, I chose uh, the Cambridge MBA simply because of entrepreneurship. So I was looking for a program that was sitting on the verge between technology and entrepreneurship because that's my passion. Um, and the Cambridge MBA was a very good fit for that. So I specifically chose up front that I wanted to do the MBA because of the entrepreneurship track offered in the school. During the MBA itself, did you participate in any of the entrepreneurship activities? Yes, I did. So um, there is there is a lot of opportunities to connect with other departments within the university. There is Q, QTech. I became a member of all of those societies. Um, I also had the opportunity to become a teaching assistant uh, for an entrepreneurship course within the engineering department. So I, I got to teach some of those bright Cambridge engineers about entrepreneurship and I developed a couple of ideas during the program as well with fellow classmates and even with uh, people from other departments. So after the MBA you returned um, to Belgium yes. where you started off on quite a number of different projects. Can you just tell us a, a bit about you know the three, three projects that you did at any one time? Okay so um, there were quite varied projects um, the first product I started, and this is really my own company, is a, a social media distribution platform for small business owners where they can distribute their promotional messages online via various channels such as Facebook, Twitter, email, uh, a screen within their shop, um, and even uh, Instagram. Uh, so, so this this is a social media distribution platform that you developed. What sort of customers were you looking for? Um, I was really targeting uh, small business owners who don't necessarily have the technical capabilities to use any of the existing platforms that allow you to distribute your messages online. I was targeting a really simple model where people can simply email me, take pictures with their iPad or iPhone, and work that way. Okay, so this is not for the big corporates who have uh, someone full-time full dedicated to look at the press releases, the social media channels. So this is for the guy who's, um, you know, just one-man operation, is that it? Exactly. Well, they don't need to be one man, but they, the idea is that they fully outsource their entire social media distribution to me and they pay a subscription for doing so. Okay. How did you come up with this idea? Um, it was just after the MBA that I, I was determined to start something. I've, mm. I had all the necessary baggage. I've, I've examined a couple of ideas, and I was reading this book called Inbound Marketing by Dharmesh Shah, 
where he explains that there is a huge shift from outbound marketing in your face, trying to grab someone's attention to inbound marketing, where you grab someone's attention by offering something meaningful, something added value to your customer. And that added value could be in the form of um, some content that is useful for taking a decision, which you have because you're, you're an expert in your area. So you right. can offer that content, right. drag people in, uh, become an export, expert and sell products through that expert uh, channel. Um, so this was something that, that was really fascinating to me. The only problem is that you have to have meaningful content and that you have to spread that content online. And when I, I walked into a butcher one day, you walked into a butcher, I walked into a butcher. My wife asked me to go there. Uh. I never went there and I was quite surprised that, um, they had, uh, eight person personnel working behind the counter and still I had to queue. And I was surprised that when I came at the cash register, I uh, received three marketing uh, brochures listing the various offers that they had, which is mm -hmm. obvious too late because I've already paid. Uh, it would be better to get this upfront via any media that I would like. And so I found a business who had a very interesting content because this was real products, fresh products that people would love to come in to buy but who simply had no mechanism to spread this. Mm -hmm. So combining this interesting message with a media platform seemed like a very sensible thing to do. Okay. So from the butcher shop to a company, is that what you would call your, you know, the evolution of this, this idea? That is indeed uh, the evolution. So I said, okay, let me... Something I learned in the MBA is you don't start building a product. You start finding a client and you build a product in cooperation with this client. So that's what I did. I sold him the product on paper and then oh, I started right. building it. Okay. Tell us a bit about uh, the other projects that you were doing. Okay, so the other projects, uh, there's two other ones that I'm currently working on. Uh, one is about importing a skincare product into Belgium. It has oh, right. nothing to do with technology, but I had a few friends of mine who own a couple of pharmacies and they were interested in approaching a, f a Swedish skincare brand um, in order for them to be able to distribute it in Belgian pharmacies. And so they asked me to help them make the connections, do mm. the business development, come up with the financial and marketing plan. So that's what we did. We went to Sweden, talked to them, um, and it was a fantastic experience. So would you say that a lot of the uh, entrepreneurial business skills are transferable across different sectors. I mean, you, you've done social media, you've done consulting, and then now importing of skincare products. Is it the same set of skills? And it's just a matter of finding a sector, finding an idea. I, I, think, I think there is uh, a lot of truth in that, absolutely. Obviously, you, at one point, you have to become a, a specialist in order to be able to sell your product. Yeah. But I think a lot about the initial phases is about discovering who your customers are and how you will be able to sell to them. And whether that product is a technology product or a skincare product, the reasoning behind that process, finding your first customers is very much the same. Yes. And you had another project going on during all of this. What, what project was this? Okay. So the, the other project that I'm also working on is, is a friend of mine during the MBA 
uh, talked to me about helping him with his online marketing, uh, drawing more people into his webshop. And there I proposed in order to help him to start my own webshop uh, where I would target on the Benelux and we would share ideas on how to attract customers to these types of webshops. Hmm. How do you keep all of these projects uh, you know, in the air or, or, or balance your time between all of, all of this? That's a very good question, Conrad. Um, I, the way it works for me is I, I tend to time shift. So, so there is few weeks that I focus on one ID and I would do some side work on the others, but it sort of gets off my radar and then I would shift my focus back onto the next one. Um, obviously, this is not something you can continue doing, um, but I'm just, I guess it's my portfolio of IDs and once one gets traction, I'll have to abandon the other ones or at least put less effort into those. And do you find that you you learn something from one project that you can then apply to the other projects? That is that is a very very good question. Uh, I think I I did in the sense that I'm I'm hundred percent convinced going through all of these projects that the common uh, element that I see is getting your first customer and getting customer traction. That is that's the hardest part. Um, mm. Failure in a startup is not about product failure. Um, you can build the most complex products. Failure in a startup is about not being able to get that product into clients' hands and make a client pay for that. So that's, that's what I'm focused on nowadays if I think about an ID. And that's something I learned during the first venture and that I'm now putting or applying to all these other IDs. Mm. So in terms of your advice to would-be entrepreneurs... Would it be a useful course of action to, say, uh, keep their day job while they do a project on the sidelines and then see how that, you know, see whether they can get that first customer? If you can, great, but it will require a lot of discipline mm. um, and probably uh, a lot of dedication, which means uh, weekends, evenings. Um, and even if you reach out to customers, most customers you can only reach during working hours. So mm -hmm. if you can find a good way to combine the two, which I do nowadays, I, I used to do uh, four days worth of consulting and then one day to focus on, on my own endeavors. Uh, that could be a good mechanism. Okay. Thank you very much, Christoph. And I hope to hear... Uh, have you back on this uh, podcast at some point to hear about any of your new projects that you have got as well as how these existing projects carry on. Okay, thank you for having me, Conrad. Thank you.